Hi, Nancy. Hi, Christina. How are you? I'm good. How are good, you? Good, good. Thanks so much for being on the show today. So, hi, everyone. Yeah. This is Christina. <laughs> I'm the host of the Corridor I Adore podcast. I'm a real estate agent, and I specialize in neighborhoods in and around uh, the Route 1 corridor, which I also call my home. And through this podcast, I'll offer real estate advice on various topics, including market updates, home buying and selling, and home improvements. And I'll also feature guests who are neighborhood change makers who make the Route 1 corridor the vibrant community that it is. So on that note, I have Nancy Meyer on the show today. She's the CEO and the COO of Community Forklift Reuse Center in Hyattsville. And, you know, with everything that's going on right now, um, I thought it made sense to do lead in with a podcast series focusing on, you know, small and micro businesses and organizations in and around where I live, you know, and even with the start of the slow start of the phased in reopenings, you know, all industries, we continue to feel the weight of you know the health crisis. So that being said, I wanted to check in with you, Nancy, to see how your team members at Community Forklift are doing, you know, during this period of transition. Um, but before we do that, if we could quickly back up a bit, you know, Nancy, if you could, you know, please tell us a little bit of the mission of Community Forklift and exactly where you are located. Sure. So what's exciting about Community Forklift is that we are, and it's exciting to hear about your practice, is we are a truly neighborhood and a regional organization. Our focus is on building community through reuse. And folks know that reuse is about repurposing. And a big, a big part of what we're about is taking waste, all kinds of building materials that would have been otherwise brought to the landfill and dumped um, and redistributing and retaking the value in those materials <clears throat> and making them available to community members, both to create jobs, uh, to create materials to improve local housing stock um, and to create opportunities for small business. So we see ourselves really as a kind of uh, community development agency that we are in a comprehensive way, lifting many different aspects of the of the economy um, for community members. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right, right. Okay, and, so and you, location. No, sorry. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> sorry. Um, so we are located in. Uh, you could on the other side of the tracks. <laughs> right, right. In Hyatt, so proudly. Probably on the other side of the tracks, um, over the bridge, uh, on the other side of Route One, um, actually in the road, and technically in the in the town of Edmonston, which is also a border town on Route One, which um, folks don't always realize the industrial quarters are actually border Route One too. Um, so we're back in that area, uh, the the small little industrial area back there um, on uh, Tanglewood Drive. And we have yeah. two warehouses, one mostly for storage, and the other one is uh, the, basically the showroom and our office. Right, right. And then speaking of the showroom, you know, how many square feet of materials, both indoor and out, are available at Community Forklifts? So 
The warehouse is 40,000 square feet. Uh, the one that we use for the, sh for the showroom, I would say that we we're using about 34,000 of that for, for show for materials and for warehousing the materials. Uh, we also have a yard right outside. Um, yeah. I don't really know what the square footage is. It's, I don't know, maybe 10,000 square feet. And that's, that's where we locate a lot of the masonry, um, the larger timber, um, um, stuff we can, we can put outdoors goes out there. And we have, there's quite a collection of materials out there. And also just sometimes just strange, large objects. We can't figure out what you can put it inside. You know? Right. Yeah. We right. had, we some pool slides and actually if people are hearing this podcast we actually had these bikes and i know hyattsville is of its own bike racks but if people need some larger stainless steel bike racks we actually have them and are happy to donate them so oh, that's where wow. we keep a lot of our, our big yeah that so so cool yeah because i follow all the stuff that you guys post on instagram it's like amazing the stuff that comes in yeah. and then <laughs> to see how people have it in their home and it's all staged it truly looks like it was meant like that piece was meant to be um, in their places, you know, and from a personal perspective, you know, I moved here about 10 years ago, bought a fixer upper. And when I discovered community forklift, it was like a godsend <laughs> because you really take for granted all of the materials that you need throughout the course of mm -hmm. getting things done. And one, you know, it's a kind of a, a random memory, but there was one time where there was, I was getting the bathroom retiled and the contractor's like, well, you need one of those soap holder things. And I was like, oh, I forgot <laughs> to, you know, I needed like six of them and, you know, they could be $20 each at some places. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I came to your place, it was like a pile of them for like $3 each. You know, I felt like <laughs> it was just, you know, you really take for granted those things. So it's great to know that you know, big and small, you can get, you know, the items that you need. Um, well, it's kind of funny because um, when this, when the pandemic, um, you know, when everyone became aware of what was going on, we were, we had definitely a few weeks of real hard thinking and, and strategizing about what we we're going to do. Uh, one of our customers said to me, you can't shut down. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> renovating the house. Right. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but the immediate response was like, I'm halfway through. You can't. You can't. I know. Like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, it's just you, you can really find anything. And that kind of leads to the next question about, you know, we in the community know it's a place to find anything you could possibly need for your home. But if you could also kind of elaborate on some of the sustainable development programming and some of the partnerships that you have that mm -hmm. uphold your mission. Yeah. So a lot of folks may not know um, the extensive nature of a lot of the charitable work that we do um, in sort of a more traditional vein, um, as well as some of the community development work. So we have two community giving programs. One is called the Home Essentials Program. And it makes materials available for free for folks. And it, there's no residency requirement. You can live in D.C. or Virginia. Um, we tend to focus a lot of our efforts in Prince George's County. Uh, and we have a lot, of, a lot of folks who use our services from Prince George's County. So that program gives away whatever really folks need in their home um, that's really an urgency. 
we have a lot of substandard housing in Prince George's County. And so we give away a lot of appliances uh, and mm -hmm. furniture. Uh, we, so there's a, and that's a, a, we have a full-time person and that's all they do is work on this program. There's a low bar to be able to apply to the program. We want to make it really, really easy and non-bureaucratic for folks to just say, look, I have a need, especially things that are so essential. And that's been right. also a big part of us, of, of our commitment in staying open. We have, we haven't closed through this uh, period of time. And it's been really clear to us that our, our main, the main folks right now using our services are folks who really need the materials at an affordable price. So, but the health program is free. So if folks need things, they apply to that program and we make them available. And sort of a new element is that we've been doing some delivery of uh, the materials, which a lot of folks, if, it, if they can't, if they have a hard time, you know, being able to get a new refrigerator, then it's, they're going to have a hard time trying to get it to their place, even if we give it to them. Right. But, of course. So we've expanded what we're doing and we're going to continue to look for funding and partnerships to work on improving and working with folks on um, housing needs. The other program um, is called Community Building Blocks, and we work with hundreds of local organizations and provide materials for local projects. So one example recently was we helped um, put together um, a laundry room in the William Wirt Middle School for kids who need to be able oh, to have nice. access to laundry. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so um, we partnered um, with the middle school and provided the machines and things that they needed to get that set up for them. But that's one of there's there's we have hundreds of projects um, and we we have and um, we're redoing our website soon. We've made some changes and um, some of that information is up on the website. We feature in, in our blog a lot of the projects over time. We did a bus stop recently with another group. Um, so nice, that's, nice. that's a big part of what we do. And then part of that is helping groups like in the Port Towns, which is where Community Forklift is part of the Port Towns community as well, um, supporting all these community garden projects. So we donate nice, lumber, nice. other kinds of materials of, for, for lots and lots of different kinds of projects. So, and the other part, of course, is the material, making the materials available at really affordable prices helps probably about a third to a half of the people that come into Forklift are, are small uh, business contractors locally who are doing repairs for folks in the community and really need to get the materials at a very good price in order for them to make any money at what they're doing. So exactly. those contracts exactly. pretty extensively. As well as, you know, a design build company. We had, we had two women, you know, you're in real estate. We had, um, uh, a, a design company, I guess, that works a lot with um, staging and other things. Just, I don't know how they found out of us, but they walked in and bought a ton of stuff. Like they saw all the stuff I'm they sure. bought. <laughs> right. Sure they did. Right. Yeah. So, so part, the thing is that that kind of having those kinds of materials in the store at a higher price enables to subsidize all the community programming we do and also keeping the other prices really low. And sometimes people say, well, why are these prices so high? And like, well, first of all, they're just below market, so they're they're not. We always ensure this stuff is is at least somewhat under market, but in order to sustain the really cheap prices, there has to be enough to, funds right. coming in to make it work. A balance, right? Yes, right. exactly. And it's only a small yeah. portion. I mean, it's only about twenty percent of the stock. Most of the stock in the store, like eighty percent, is the low income materials. 
Exactly. And that's exactly, you know, in my experience, just this, you know, a dollar for a event register and $3 yep. for soap. You know, those are things that, right. like I said, new would be $20 a piece. Um, yeah. It's, and sometimes, you know, it's like the thing is what folks also don't always realize is that um, we, it's not like a, when you go to Ace Hardware and they know what they pay for the item, they can mark it up. We have thousands of items come in every day that the staff have to figure out what it is and how much to charge for it. And sometimes there's just thousands of different items. So right. it's, very, it's very complex. And I have to say, sometimes I go on the floor and I see something and it's marked. I'm like, oh, my. $5 for something like not worth 50 cents. <laughs> right, right, right. I know. But, you know, it's all relative. It could be, you know, treasure right. to someone else. So that's pretty cool. Right. And then what about some of your special events, community events? Can you discuss Yeah. Those? So a, a big part of our vision is that um, community, the, doing the community work is really about ultimately about the people in the community and, and building community, bringing people together. However, right now, um, our main ability to bring people together is just making the store available for folks. Typically, uh, we would have been actually this Friday, I think. Right, first Friday. It would have been our second first Friday. Friday. Yes, and those events have just been so popular throughout the last number of years that we've held them. But we we can't do that right now. So we've canceled. Our garden party was canceled. We've canceled most of our events. We've canceled all our classes. And we're looking now, we're thinking about how can we do online classes are a little bit different than what other people are doing. So we're really in a point of repivoting and thinking about our work. Like I think a lot of small business, a lot of nonprofits are really thinking, okay, how do we turn, you know, in a new direction to still fulfill the key things we're trying to do? Right, 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 right. Yeah, and we actually, do have. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, go sorry. ahead. No, no, um, go ahead, go ahead. The, uh, so, what one thing we have done, and is that we have started a new program called the Community Forklift Marketplace. And if you go to the if people yes. go to our website, communityforklift.org, yeah. you'll see there's a tile there that says Community Forklift Marketplace. You know, enjoy the funk and flair of forklift at home from the comfort and safety of your home. So we've been ca- tr- starting a process of cataloging a lot of the more interesting materials uh, on the marketplace. It's a um, your online e-commerce, yes. right? Well, there's we have we have three online platforms. The marketplace is the one where it actually is cataloging what's in the what's actually sitting on the floor in the showroom at Community Forklift. So if you see something you like, you can purchase it online, and we have someone whose job it is is who's fabulous, who will grab that item, tag it, and take it and off then the floor. Take it right off the showroom floor, put it away, and then you can come pick it up um, at the loading dock. Yeah. And it's so it's a low it's a it's not no contact, but it's low contact. And you can and people often when we're putting social media stuff, put something really cool or interesting up, you know, we'll get 12 responses immediately. How much is it? And this way when we're putting stuff up, go to the marketplace, you can actually purchase it, which helps us. And then um, they can come and pick it up. What's happening more is that they're coming and picking up and shopping too. Um, oh, right. right. We found, we've just got to resist. It's right. impossible so to resist. Right. So they're just, it's like a gravitational like pull contact. when you pull up. <laughs> right. It's a logical upsell. I mean, it's just really, there's so much. It's just, 
Yes. So. It's, it's amazing. Just it's, I'm sure relaxing for a lot of people these days to just stroll through the aisles and stuff. Well, you um, know, it's funny you should say that because um, actually I usually, you know, I'm up in the office and we, right now we have a lot to do to sort of rethink and reorganize stuff we're doing. And I, I come down on the floor and um, there are days where I see the same person. There's one woman <laughs> I swear to God, I think she must come in every day almost. And she's strolling, like you're saying. Like she comes, I think she strolls around because the store is so big, the social distancing really hasn't been an issue. Um, right. And we keep, you know, we were very careful about that. But I see her. I see her. I don't know. I get it. Yeah, I, I I'm with her. <laughs> So, um, that's yeah. a good thing. Well, that, actually a good segue to the question about, you know, how, you know, what are the ways you and your team, you're still safely serving the community and your clients. So you mentioned, yeah. you know, the contactless, you know, online purchase, and then it's held for you. Yep. Um, are there other things that you guys are doing? Um, in yeah. addition to that? Mm-hmm. So we're, um, of course, we have a lot of signage at the front of the store. Um, we've been really vigilant about the mask issue. But I have to say in, in, the, in the community that we're in, there really has not been an issue. People have been very respectful of each other and our staff. So we have a whole cleaning and disinfecting routine. They, everything gets sprayed down with bleach. Um, all the high contact areas get cleaned. Uh, we have a checklist that we keep up with. There's a huge plexiglass barrier for our staff that's around our desk now. And you may not even notice nice. it, but it's mm-hmm. like four by eight. It's huge. Um, okay, good, good. Yeah, and we've been able to get hold of uh, KN95 masks um, for our staff. And we, so- Oh, good for you. Yeah, and then we have limited hours. So we're open right now 12 to five. So what we've been able to do is, so there's no customer contact in the morning, um, which means the staff can be on the floor more actively you know, cleaning, putting things away and taking care of things, disinfecting. Then we open up at 12. And so the staff don't need to be quite as um, available on the floor as we used to be. Um, everything's pretty much in good shape. Not that we're not, not providing the customer service. We're certainly there for that. And the staff have been really amazing. And that's what I'll say is our staff has been amazing. Unfortunately, like a lot of small business, we also had layoffs, um, but we've been slowly bringing people back and um, but oh, anyway, so there's, okay. we're, we have a lot of, a lot of procedures set in place, both in the places in the front of the house, but also in the back of the house as well. And we've been very cautious with any staff member having even a sniffle. So that's awesome. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I guess on that note, you know, how can we, how can we as a community continue to ensure your success? So you'd mentioned, you know, you have the marketplace you have you do have hours that we can come in is there any other ways that we you know can make donation you know how what are yeah, the yeah. ways that we can can help uh, your staff and just keep the doors open yeah so there's, there's there's lots of stuff that people can do there's of course you can just you can go to our website we have a way you can donate online and and actually we've been putting on a call pretty much like every other week for donations. And we've gotten a really, a really nice response. We've also encouraged people to buy gift cards and you can either buy them and actually give them of gifts or just buy them for yourself and hold on to them. Cause that gives us cash immediately, which okay. is really, really mm-hmm. helpful. We have three online platforms. One is the marketplace, which we talked about. The other one is we have a very extensive eBay store. Um, and so 
those materials are not, you will not see them in the store, but for example, there'll be somewhat different versions of things possibly, higher end, you know, really nice door, you know, crystal door handles. There's all kinds of hardware mm -hmm. and all kinds of really weird, interesting, funky things. Sometimes the things are on there because we, we can't risk put, putting them on the floor because they get damaged often in, in right. the showroom. So I would really encourage people, if you want to browse, go to the eBay store and, and see what's on the eBay store. Also, like you, you mentioned, like tile, we have a fairly substantial small collection of vintage bathroom tile. So, you know, the greens and pinks and oh, beige. Yeah, like baby blues and pinks. <laughs> exactly. Um, and apparently there was like 300 different versions of the stuff that we we learned about, but um, we have a lot of people approach us about trying to match their, match their tile. And those are listed online. So there's the eBay store. We also have, we participate with another sort of a higher end online sales platform, which is called cherish, which for even the more expensive stuff that we get. Um, and that has some really beautiful items. So it's kind of just fun to browse, but we also have a car donation program. We'll come get your car. No, no work for you. Um, and we wow. have a, we also have a tax credit program through the state of Maryland, which is a fantastic program for uh, nonprofits. There's several other, I think, on the quarter who also participate in the program. I think Joe's is one of them, which is really fabulous. So if you give $500, um, it, it costs you actually in the end very little because that directly comes off your taxes. Um, Right. So, and it's a just it's a really great program we've had quite yeah a, it's a win-win everyone wins totally in that win -win. um it gives you quite a quite a large deduction for the amount that you pay um depending on your tax bracket but uh we found it to be really a great incentive and we're really very appreciative that the state makes us available to nonprofits. so the other thing is you know of course you can you can shop that always helps if you're if you feel comfortable coming out shopping and support us you know, like our posts, um, follow us, share our stuff. That's all really, really, all that stuff ma matters so much. And I know all right. the other businesses that, that we interact with regularly up and down the corridor, there's these, I mean, and it's great. I didn't even quite realize that this, this was your, it's fabulous. This is, it's such a great neighborhood that traverses all these different towns and all these different kinds of um, really interesting small business. And we are very interested in supporting small business. So I would also encourage people, if you need materials, you can come and apply for our program. And sometimes, depending on your circumstance, you can get the materials for free or for cheaper. So we're very, very interested in supporting the local small business folks. Perfect. Perfect. Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Nancy, for talking today. You know, I'm glad to hear their, you know, their expanded warehouse hours so we can continue to safely shop. Mm -hmm. You know, and of course, I look forward to when, you know, forklifts first Fridays come back on the scene, yeah. you know, but yeah. until then, you know, we can go online, we can donate, we can get gift certificates. So there's other ways we continue to support you. So thank you so much again for being on the show. Um, yeah, I appreciate and thanks, it. Thanks so much for, for having this kind of uh, forum um, for people to, to learn more about what we're doing and, and all these, these fabulous enterprises and organizations that are up and down the Route 1 corridor. Thanks so much, Christina. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. Thanks Again, my name is um, Christina Cashy. I'm with Go Brent Real Estate. You can find me online at route1living.com and that's root, the number one, living.com. Thanks again, Nancy, and have a wonderful day. Stay Thank safe. You. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.